Travel presented by Vintage Guitar Magazine with your host, me, James Patrick Regan, otherwise known as Jimmy from the Dead. And today I'm speaking with Josette Maskin, guitarist for the band Muna, and Molly Moore and her guitar player, Ariel Bellavalaire. First up is Molly Moore and Ariel Bellavalaire. In our conversation, we cover where Molly Moore came from and how important social media is to her reach. We talk about growing up in the Bronx and moving to L.A. when she was 19. And we talk about the road to Bottle Rock where this was recorded. Talk about a recent single and upcoming recording plans. Ariel talks about learning to play guitar and playing at the bitter end when she was 17. And, as always, we talk gear. Ariel talks about going to Musicians Institute, and Molly tells us about how she chose the personnel in her band. Molly tells us about her early influences, and you can find out more about Molly and Ariel at Molly's website, mollymoreofficial.com. That's M-O-L-L-Y-M-O-O-R-E-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L.com. And she has a strong presence on the socials. Please like, comment, and most of all, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here's Molly and Ariel. I am with Molly Moore and Ariel. What's your last name, Ariel? Ariel Belvalaire. Uh, uh, say it again. <laughs> Ariel Belvalaire. Belvalaire. Yep. You guys are amazing. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. I follow you on Instagram, so I see. Like, do you? Are you guys a band all the time? This is your band. It's our first uh, couple shows together. Yeah, we oh, really? just started playing together. And what did you do before? Be- um, like, did- I I've gone through a lot of different setups. I've had full bands. I had a, a band with my um, my ex that I was with, and so he would play a lot of shows with me in the past. And, uh-huh. uh, so kind of and over the last couple of years made this first album and re, re conceptualized my live set you know uh-huh. um, and live players were incredibly important for that sure I'm Molly Moore by the way yes yeah, so absolutely <laughs> you know just want to make sure that people know who they talk I, I appreciate I you being the Instagram presence and, and like social media stuff you do TikTok as, as well yeah and how much how important that is that to your career do you think I would I mean I'd say it's everything at this yeah. point and um, you know I try to spend as much time as I can thinking about how to express myself authentically on in every format yeah. on those platforms but I, I feel like I could honestly spend more time doing it and, uh-huh. and hire a whole team to help oh. me because you know I, it feels more sincere you just doing it by yourself yeah yeah absolutely and that's really important to me I, I just mean it's 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 so important I think nowadays to yeah. be to be like constantly active online and, and engaging with people and figuring out ways to make them feel included in the everyday experience yeah. of, of who you are you know originally from New York yeah yeah I was born in the Bronx okay grew up in Westchester County and uh, came out to LA when I was 19. Uh-huh. So I'm going on 10 years now. It's crazy. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people how old you are. I don't care. They're going to know I'm old. They're You're not old enough. Compared Everyone to me, you're not old I'm at all. So you're I'm not, a kid. I, I'm trying to combat the ages of the music industry by being honest <laughs> about how old I am. Because a lot of people are like, what? No way. And I'm just, yeah. I don't want to be scared about it either. <laughs> you know, you're uh, such a consummate performer. Both of you, really, both both consummate performers. How did you How did you develop that? If like, were you playing in bands before? 
Yeah, I um, like I said, I had a, a project with my my ex called Cosmos and Creature, and so we had been on one tour in 2017 and have done a lot of one-off dates. Uh -huh. um, I've never toured as for my solo project from no. Molly Moore, so I'm really excited about going on my first yeah. tour um, for this project. And I've been making music as a solo artist since 2015 and releasing independently, and so I've played a lot of shows in New York, LA, and. Um, I grew up performing as well. I grew up doing musical theater and okay, cool. played my first show at the Bitter End in New York City when I was 16 or something like that, maybe 17. And um, yeah, it's always just been a huge piece of me. Every time I get on stage, it's it's a bizarre feeling. I just feel really at home in my own skin more than I ever do anywhere else. <laughs> well, that's great. It shows. It definitely shows. <laughs> Thank you. I'm the, I mean, the musical theater thing explains it, itself just because you seem so comfortable up there. Yeah, I spent a lot of time doing musical theater growing up and loving it, and um, who knows if... I don't really necessarily feel like that is going to be a part of my future. I'd, I'd yeah. really love to tour. Uh -huh. Just Do you have a tour planned after today? No, I'm uh, no? hoping to line one up. Yeah, I have. I'm gonna play an LA show for sure. I don't have anything set in stone yet, but this was my, this was the big thing for me. Uh, yeah. This is my first festival oh, that oh, I yeah. ever played, and yeah. so um, I, I was just really focused on making sure I, I could give my all to this this performance. You did. And then you did a great seeing job. What's next? Last night you played at the August Hall. Uh, two nights ago. Yeah. Two nights ago. Did you? So do you book yourself, or does somebody book it for you? I actually, yeah, I, I booked both of. These uh, shows through the talent buyer for, for Bottle Rock. Yeah, he, oh, okay. Tom booked me. Um, Tom Hoppe. We haven't gotten to meet. I'm really looking forward to meeting him. He's but, around um, here somewhere. We connected on Instagram DM, and uh, oh, it was really? Just amazing. We had like a phone conversation and then a FaceTime, and we really were just relating on a lot of different life experiences. Cool. And uh, when he said he wanted to put me forward for Bottle Rock, I was like in awe. I was like, what? Me? Like, are you? Sh what? Oh, <laughs> I was like the most surreal thing, honestly. Um, so, yeah. As somebody who's seen a lot of bands play Bottle Rock, including my own, but you totally deserve it. You're like, you, thank you. You should be on the big stage. Thank you so much. <laughs> that really means a lot to me. I, I truly hope I can come back and do that. Oh, I think you will. I, I think you Hell will. Oh yeah, let's for go. sure. I'm ready. <laughs> and and likewise, you should be playing the other the other festivals and stuff. I mean, you, it's the perfect yeah. it's the perfect vibe Sign for me this. Up. Yeah. I'm ready. We're ready. <laughs> so you have the one album out. Are any plans to, to continue recording? Yeah, I have. I put a song out on July 30th. Uh, it's the first song from my upcoming project. It's called Do They. And uh, the project's called Escapism. It's a two-part album, two EPs that kind of join together. Uh -huh. And it's about being in love with someone that you can't be with in a traditional sense. And I'm really excited to share this music. I have a, a song coming out actually on September 10th next week, Friday, um, uh -huh. that I was able to premiere over the last few days uh -huh. at, at the August Hall show and here. Um, cool. And it's with my really good friend, Nombe. He's an incredible artist. Mm -hmm. um, he was and awesome. And I was, felt so lucky to be, to be joined by him. And yeah, I look forward to doing more collaborations with friends and, and other artists. Um, I think that's a space that I have yet to really fully dive into. Um, I have a lot of like genres inside of me, sure. I feel, and it's really a lot of fun to play with the different voices and, yeah. and different characters that I can be in, yeah. that, in that sense. 
Right on. If you don't mind, I'm going to talk to Ariel. Please, for just oh, absolutely. <laughs> so when did you start playing guitar? Oh, man, I think I'm going on 13 years of playing guitar now. Uh -huh. Where are you from originally? I'm also an East Coaster. We got the East Coast thing going. I'm from Connecticut. Uh -huh. First show also at the Bitter End. Go figure. No way. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Wait, how old were you? I think I was 17. Yo, I think I yeah. was 17, too. Yep. That's it's a rite of passage. What if we played like, the same night? That would have been amazing. That would have been incredible. Wait, I feel actually, like I would have no, recognized you. Close enough. Sense, <laughs> Close enough. Maybe I was 16, you were 17. Close enough. 17, 16, whatever. Yes. Anyway. What brought you to guitar? Man, it's kind of funny. Originally, I wanted to be Avril Lavigne. Not a, not even a not even like an artist. Specifically, Avril. Same. And yes. And I was like, okay, I see her holding a Fender. I guess this is okay now. And then it kind of just started coming to me. Uh -huh. And yeah, same thing. Like I was just thrown on stage and just started like just rocking out and going for it. Yeah. People were like, oh my god, this little girl is playing <laughs> guitar. So it's kind of like music just found me and completely pulled me in. Like I'm sure you can relate to this, Molly. Like yeah. being a performer, you don't have a choice. Like you start doing it, yeah. it pulls you in, and it is over. It You're chooses done you. deal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the guitar chooses you. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. the the Fender Strat you have. Oh Where did goodness. you get that? That guitar is my baby. Like I'm a proud Fender artist, and I love all Fenders. But that guitar, we call her my wife. <laughs> her name is Bay. Um, yes. That guitar somehow found me. Um, it was Guitar Center. I had a Squire originally. And, um, you know, my guitar teacher told my dad, I think she's ready for a big girl guitar. She's ready for a big girl Strat now. So we went to Guitar Center and started trying out all these different guitars, and I just wasn't feeling any of them. Uh -huh. And that guitar, I hated the color, but something about it just pulled me in, and you could not get this guitar out of my hands, and now I wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah. Turns out we got a used custom shop, and I had no idea. Oh, really? Wow. Yep, go figure. With humbuckers. Yes, double humbuckers, so you can rock. I have actually a Jeff Beck in the bridge, so you uh -huh. can do everything with that guitar. Right that on. is my workhorse. <laughs> Great. And the amp, were you using backline amps here? No. Oh, I brought my Fender Deluxe Reverb. Oh, right I, I on. keep it in the Fender family. Oh, cool. Excellent. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. And uh, the guitar center you went to to buy that was in, that, in Connecticut? Absolutely. That was my second home. I think um, I pretty much just lived there. I got all my gear there. got my start. Uh -huh. Like, anytime I would have a show, they'd be like, what kind of gear do you need? Ooh, try this Mesa amp. And they were just so accepting of just performers and were just so... Right excited to have a young girl like playing guitar in the music industry because you know it's it's a really great time for women in the music industry like everyone we're all just so accepted and just crushing it with our own way it's really great absolutely yeah. absolutely and did you study with anybody in particular actually i was completely self-taught starting out i had lessons here and there but being a little rebel rocker i was just like i'm just gonna learn rock songs and go on stage and then later, I was introduced to other genres, and I'm just like, oh my god, there's a whole world outside of rock. So I fell in love with like R&B, funk, um, I'm learning jazz now. Over the pandemic, I went to the Musicians Institute. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Wow. So I'm just like trying to learn as much as humanly possible, because music is just such a big world, and it's so great to explore it. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, there's like, always so much more oh, to learn, and it's... Yes. It's, incredible for that reason oh yeah and then you hear molly's music which is just so commercial but it has like amazing like r&b guitar funk guitar and just all these oh, instruments yeah. like brought together from all these genres it was just so much fun to play guitar on that thank you 
Thank you so much. Yeah. So, Molly, did you hold auditions to, to for, for all your musicians? or? I didn't, know. I... Uh... <laughs> did you steal somebody else's band? No, no. I, I was just faithfully brought to Ariel, Sophie, Curtis, and Ariel. I have two Ariels in my band. Oh. That never happens. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I... Um, fate honestly the universe brought me to them and um, through recommendations and I'd already started out playing Curtis and Ariel the trumpet player and Uh and then this just really worked out magically and I feel feel really blessed to have them here with me yeah it's such a great vibe in the band too like every musician is just so incredibly talented but just so genuinely kind and good at what they do it just Fate was amazing with yeah. this. Yeah. Did you guys fly out or did you? We drove. You drove, we all drove three yep. separate cars. Oh, yeah. from LA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not from New York. No, no. no. I've uh, been in LA for a decade. Okay. Yeah. Who played guitar on your your original, the first album? A lot of different people. A lot, a lot of different producers. Oh. Um, was there one person putting it all together? Was that you? It was me. Uh, yeah, I executive produced everything. I kind of always do that. Not kind of, I do. Yes. And, yeah, you know, I was really inspired by artists of the past and present, still woozy. Um, Remy Wolf really inspired me on, like, a lot of my upcoming music and the first album. Um, Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Otis Redding and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, like she said, you have an amazing voice. Absolutely thank amazing you. voice. Thank I'm not going to take much more of your time. So thank you very I much. I really appreciate you having us. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much. Absolutely. So much. It's thank you my for honor. jamming. You had such a great energy in the set. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this guy knows what's up. Rock and roll. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So nice to meet you. Thank you Likewise. so much. Likewise. It's absolutely my pleasure. Next up is Josette Maskin from Muna. We talk about how the members met at USC, and Josette describes the type of music Muna plays. Josette describes their upcoming tour with Casey Musgraves and additional tour plans. She talks about starting to play guitar and her first guitars. We talk about her current year, and she talks about Muna's current releases. Josette tells us about her studies at USC and her early influences. She tells us about recording at Electric Ladyland Studios in New York City. You can find out more about Josette and her band Muna on their website, whereismuna.com. That's W-H-E-R-E-I-S-M-U-N-A.com. Once again, please like, comment, and most of all, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players, because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here's Josette. Hi, Josette. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Is this your first time at Bottle Rock? Yes, it is. And where are you from originally? I'm from Los Angeles. Okay. Very good. So, just down south. Yes, exactly. Have you you guys have you guys played festivals in the past? Yeah, we've played a bunch of festivals, just never Bottle Rock. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And you guys started in two thousand fourteen? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I would say maybe around 2013 or 2014. Okay. So it's been a while. And you guys met at USC? Yeah. Yeah. We all went to, Katie and I went to music school there, and Naomi was uh, studying uh, narrative studies and I think African American studies. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And um, I should say, but I don't think I had you introduce yourself. You are? Uh, I'm Josette Maskin of the band Muna. Uh huh. And so it's pronounced Muna, not. Moon, yeah. yeah, Muna. Okay, cool. 
Very cool. And what, what type of music would you guys, would you say that you guys play? I'd say we play like alternative pop, but um, we're very much of the mentality that like the modern band encompasses like all genres, but uh-huh. alternative pop is a clean way to, to package it. Uh-huh. And you're a trio? Yeah. And you play guitar and sing? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're a trio when we like produce and write, and then when we play live, uh, Naomi and I play guitars and keys, and then Katie's the lead singer, and we play with a drummer and a bassist. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys, do, and anybody in particular that you have play drums and bass? Uh, we play with our wonderful friends Asarab Singh and Gio Botello. Okay. They're uh, both absolute fretters. So uh, it's cool. A, it's a good time. Did you meet them at USC too as well? Uh, no, Gio went to, we met through mutual friends. He went to Berkeley College of Music. Okay, in Boston. And then Sarab has just been in the business for a long time. And I think he went to school in Miami uh, at, I think, uh, Frost or okay. that music school. But uh-huh. he's he's just been, he's just played with so many people. But they're really great. And during the pandemic, have you been making music or, pl- or playing out? Uh, we've been making music. We uh-huh. really have, like, this is our first real festival since uh, 2019, essentially. Uh-huh. And we've just been working on a new record and then uh, are going to go on tour this month. We're opening up for Phoebe Bridgers and then we're playing Gut uh-huh. Ball. And then next uh, January and February, we're opening up for Casey Musgraves. Oh, great. Yeah. Excellent. Wow, Casey Musgraves. That's, She's that's great. Yeah. It's a delight to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, when you, do you guys play like your own shows as well? Yeah. Uh, we not we have only uh, two headline shows like this run just because we're keeping it small. We have one in Evanston, but they're both uh, sold out right now. But one's in Evanston and the other one's uh, a gov ball after a uh, dark show. But uh-huh. that's the only things we got on the books, just trying to see what happens in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The venues that you guys play, what, what size venues? If it was just by yourself. Um, like last time, uh, we we played like the Honda in okay. LA. Yeah. Um, gosh, it has been so long. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> don't the Fonda is a great example. Yeah. That's that's perfect. That when did you start playing guitar? Uh gosh. Uh, I started playing maybe when I was around like eleven or twelve. I just knew so ten I, years ago. Yeah, a lot. Like <laughs> <laughs> essentially, <laughs> uh, I just knew it was something I always wanted to do. Uh huh. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And your first guitar, what was that? Uh, my first guitar was uh, like a powder blue Squire. Uh-huh. And then I got like uh, a Gibson uh, SG, which I thought was really cool at the, of course. At the time. And yeah. what are you playing? You're playing that black that black Telecaster uh, still? So, no, I'm actually playing... Um, I play, I play three guitars when we're doing uh, shows. I play like a... The new, I guess it's not new anymore. It's like a 2019 Jazz Master that they have, oh, yeah. um, but it's like the it has um, kind of a uh, Jesus Christ a Tele Bridge. So it's okay. It just really yeah. I, I use it for slide, and I don't want anything that's going to go out of tune. Yes, exactly. And it has like a, a state. It's stable. Yeah. And then I play a. Um, Fender Mexican Strat that has Lawler pickups in it, uh-huh. and then I play a Black Supro. Uh-huh. So Very, a gamut, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The at, do you have more guitars at home? And yeah, uh, we have Naomi and I between like the two of us have like too many guitars, maybe like twelve or. <laughs> uh, but 
Those are the main ones that we use to work with. Fender gave me, they have a new, I, I didn't bring it this run, but they have a really cool new, um, I, I don't think it's American Professional. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like the newest series that they have, but it's a, a new Fender with a, um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't remember yeah. the specs, but That's it's fine. a very cool guitar. And yeah. then we just have like some random vintage guitars. Like I have like a Tysco, and then we have like random guitars that don't even have labels but okay we, we, we use the gamut uh-huh. yeah that's cool and, and what are you using for amps like uh, at, this per, at this show uh, we actually use kempers when oh you we do play shows very good. just because uh we it's use wireless easier. gear <laughs> yeah. and a lot of like the sounds that we have it's like we'll record on an amp and then we'll just alter it digitally so yeah it's not uh it's also like during a show i would rather have the ability to perform rather yeah. than be like held down by pedals Playing and also tap just dance like having analog board. gear that's <laughs> yeah. just like so many times it shows in the past you just like something breaks uh-huh. and we just don't want that to happen at this point you know do you take two Kempers with you or just uh, one we actually have three Kempers okay yeah but <laughs> uh, our guitar guy Ivan just runs all of our stuff and then we have like a MIDI controller that you know switches from tone to tone because and a lot of the songs from the last record will have like four or five different switches a song so uh-huh. the Kempers are super convenient yeah no kidding yeah that's great and tell me about how many albums do you have out uh we have two albums out now uh first one's called about you and then the second one's called saves the world and we have a song coming out on uh, when's this coming out this um probably in the next month or so in the next month oh well we'll have a song out uh by then with phoebe bridgers called silk chiffon oh wow yeah fantastic yeah i'm working on our third record right now oh excellent Excellent. The uh, at USC, did you study? You're studying a music major. Were you yeah. studying guitar in particular? Or? Um, so the USC, like they have a program. It's like called Popular Music, and uh-huh. that's what like my focus was. But it was like studio guitar. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Did you have like a private instructor? Yeah, yeah. My private instructor, uh, his name's Nick Stubis. He's a great guy. Uh-huh. Really great guy. Wow. And growing up, who did you, who were you looking at as guitar, your guitar heroes, so Honestly, to speak? Honestly, like in a funny way, I, I, I always wanted to create music more than I was trying to like emulate certain sure. guitar players, but my favorite, my favorite guitar player just because of just how weird he can make a guitar sound is like Jeff Beck. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, I, I think he's really rad. Oh, very cool. And you had the opportunity to record at Electric Lady yeah, Studios? Yeah, super cool place. Yeah. What was it like? <laughs> uh, it was just cool because of all the equipment. And then you just yeah. go in there and you're just like, wow, there is so much history in this room. But everyone at the studio was so nice. And we got to have a really fun experience like the engineer who was working with us like allowed us to just be as creative as possible oh wow ended up being there for like 12 hours just having a blast it was really cool that's great yeah excellent the and after this so after this festival what are your what's the touring plans for you guys Uh, we're opening up for you told me yeah yeah. and then and and then we're playing gov ball at the end of the month and then uh Uh we'll be finishing our third record for the rest of the year oh wow and big plans next year, apart from Casey Musgraves? Uh, Casey's the biggest plan, and then hopefully putting out a record and then seeing yeah. where the you know wind blows us. The And the label provides you enough support to, so that you can live and you don't have to work a day job? Or? Uh, yeah. Uh, fort- I mean, like, we've been doing this for a long time, so it's like the label, if not, like, publishing, if not, like, doing private shows, if not, like, you know, 
you figure out how to make it work and we have yeah. great management and you know you eat a little bit less and you sustain yourself <laughs> yes yeah. exactly well it's been uh, thank you for speaking to me I, uh, this is an honor Thank and, you so much. And I look forward to seeing you guys in just a couple hours, right? Yeah, really soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Have Guitar, Will Travel. You can catch up on all the things I'm doing at thedeadlies.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms as well. And please support Vintage Guitar and all the wonderful things they do because they do many, many wonderful things for us guitar players. Thanks. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.